This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. So as I mentioned mere moments ago, I had some Panthers takes that yesterday that didn't quite sit well with fans. They didn't feel it was strong enough. And I I think I want to apologize. Not just think. Oh. I, I want to apologize. And it wasn't because I was just totally just taking a dump on the Panthers because they lost 33-30. to It was a competitive football game. The offense played incredibly well. But I think what I didn't articulate well enough was the idea that I think Bryce Young had a very good football game and the offense seemed to do the things it needed to do. The challenge was for me, as someone who watches football from from my cheap seat, so to speak, is that they gave up 33 points to the Packers. They did. And the Packers are not world beaters by any means. But I, I see and I hear the fans out there going, well, man, clearly you didn't watch the game and... And he, you know, that wasn't, uh, man, what is it? I watched the game. Right. I saw what happened. The offense, this team was down two scores in that fourth quarter. And they came back and grinded out a couple of drives. Mm-hmm. The second drive wasn't really a grind. I mean, they made some very good plays. That first drive to get within the one touchdown, you know, there was a, a unnecessary roughness penalty. There was a PI penalty on it. But DJ Chark, you know, made he a play. He showed up. Made a play. I was so proud of him. And along with making those plays, Bryce Young made plays. And he made plays again on that next drive. They just gave Jordan Love a little bit too much extra time to get the Packers back down the field. And again, you gave up 33 points. But I do believe that there is improvement. The issue I have with believing in improvement in the NFL is you've lost 12 games up until that point, And now you've lost 13 games. Exactly. And so where you're at is, are we looking for signs of improvement or are we looking for a win? There are no moral victories. There's not. <laughs> they are losses and they are wins. No matter how much... We want to see them through the rose-colored glasses, or as I like to say, find the silver linings. And I really tried to fit, find the silver linings, and I think I was successful on day two here. Yes. As I, as I say this stuff out loud, there is hope. We saw the glimmers of the quarterback that was drafted by this team and introduced officially to the league three months ago. The things you expected him to do, the things you wanted him to do, the things we all said, this is what he's capable of doing. He did those things. Yeah. And I don't question the drafting of Bryce Young. I don't question that at all. I don't question the guy himself. We all question whether the spark was there. He may have found the spark. The unfortunate part about finding the spark this late in the season is it only counts for personal growth, not for team growth. You don't own a pick in the first round next year. You're going to have a brand new coaching staff next year. Hopefully, yes, but yes, we will. (laughs) This is where I sit. So I do apologize for being a little bit soft and kind of going, eh, it's another loss. It's a loss for the Panthers. For that, I apologize. There are no easy losses in this league, but it is still an L, and you got to roll to Jacksonville, and hopefully you can give them some of those lumps back and take what momentum you feel you had this past Sunday into this next game. Yeah, and it was very frustrating. I don't know if you talked about this yesterday. It was very frustrating to watch that they actually did show spark. It did look promising. They did look good. They were showing some grit on the field, but then we're still making dumb calls. Why did you make that challenge? Because you have to think we lost that timeout that they could have used to potentially tie up the game. I don't know if you talked about that yesterday. That was my biggest like grief with that whole. I was so excited. I'm like, look at us go. Look at us show some fight. They got that dog in them. And then they ran out of time.
<laughs> one one tick, one clock, one second, fall down, get a field goal. Yep. That is, those are the breaks of the NFL. Yep. The goodness and the badness, you take all of it with you. It's just how, unfortunately, it works. And by the way, for those of you, again, I did apologize. I am wearing a white hat today because I'm waving the white flag. white flag. <laughs> I do surrender to those of you who called me out on some of the garbage yesterday. I wasn't my strongest on that. Hopefully, that made up for it just a little teeny bit. I'm not trying to make you happy. Right. I can't make everybody happy. I can't be everything to everybody. You can't. I can only do that as a dad, and that's really hard, too. <laughs> yeah. like I need- and you just did Christmas. Like, you're tapped out for a second. You just got to. My, I have more family coming in this week. Like, it's not even <laughs> over yet, and I left my I left my poor wife at home to clean up the house. And yeah. I apologize. So, two apologies this morning. Honey, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I go. left you with a little bit of more work than I thought I was going to leave you before my family shows up. They appreciate it, and I appreciate it. There you go. I do. Okay. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to take off the white hat now. Here, hold on a second. Take the oh, hat yeah. off. There you go. And yep. uh, we're going to move on to the next thing here. All right. Holiday break is over for the Carolina Hurricanes. Yes, the Carolina Hurricanes, who have been struggling uh, in the month of December 4 and 9, unfortunately, if you just cut down to the brass tacks, so to speak, they have come back from a break. They have back-to-back games. They start tonight in Nashville and are back at home in Raleigh against the Montreal Canadiens. Les Canadiens du Montreal. (laughs) Canadiens. They had an informal skate this morning before they hopped on a flight to Nashville because of the silly NHL rules. Because of the actual break, you can't travel until you're officially in business. So So weird. I mean... It It is what it is. I I, I hate... Hate's a strong word. I dislike this NHL policy. (laughs) Yeah. I truly dislike, seriously, just let them fly out the night before. They can get a good night's sleep. Sure. There's plenty of ice in Nashville or wherever they happen to be headed to go do their things. Anyway, uh, Rod Brindamore, head coach, uh, talking about having a couple of days off here. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's such a grind. And it's nice to, for the guys to, you know, I'm sure just get away from hockey for a little while. Obviously, it hasn't gone exactly how we'd like to have gone here this so far this year, but um you know, it's a chance to get a refresh and hopefully come out with, uh, you know, spirited effort. We've talked a bit about puck luck when it comes to the Carolina Hurricanes. And if you just review recent history with this team in this really rough stretch of one and four, the blowout game that they had in the win, they scored six goals in. In the losses, it's either been overtime, shootout, or one goal losses. The puck luck just hasn't been there. Not for them. And to go even deeper into this, when you look back at the wins that this team has as they come out of the break here, and there's another break coming up at the beginning of February with the All-Star break as well, and there's a ton of home games, which is fortunate for them. This is the makeup from the state fair trip when the season started. They've got – they're only on the road one game between January 7th and, like, February 10th. Thankfully. Yeah, so there's a lot of home cooking on the way. Uh, This team, if you look back at all the wins, and it's something that Rod Brindamore complained about while on the Canadian road trip, was that the stars weren't performing. And when you see the wins, it is those stars. And it's the same consistent names. And yes, you want to believe that everybody on this twenty, currently 22-person roster is carrying their weight. But really, you are paying guys to be superstars. You're paying Sebastian Ajo to be a superstar. You weren't expecting to be paying Piotr Kachetkov to be a superstar, yet this is where we are at. 
Seth Jarvis, not getting paid like a superstar, but getting treated like that, and also one of those guys that is performing, doing very well in the areas where he needs to be. Goal scoring, power play, power play assist, doing the simple things. Those are the stars. When you see this team's losses, it's like everybody else on the roster. <laughs> yeah. Like The names you aren't thinking of and associating with like when this team is truly successful, yes, you want all cylinders clicking, but I don't necessarily need Jesper Faust being my first star of the game. Right. No. Like three nights out of the year. And unfortunately, when he is the star, you are not winning those games. Not at all. So this team needs a little bit of puck luck. It would be as simple as a, a couple of goals in the last five games. This team is not looking at 17 and 13. This team is looking at 21 and 9. And it's a much different outlook for this team. But yet again, here we are. We're also having to deal with the mentals or the physicals or something with Antti Ranta, who is right now considered the backup goalie who was sent down to Chicago for two games, gave up six goals in two appearances in Chicago, and now he's back up. After the skate this morning, again, Rod Brindamore talking about uh, bringing Antti back up. Yeah, that's a managerial more discussion than me, so I'm kind of out of it on that side of things. But uh, like I said, I think it's the most important position, clearly. I mean, we've seen it when it's the goalies are good, what, what it does for us, and when they're kind of iffy, what it does for us. So we need to be – we talk about being consistent, I think, in general um, with our group, but it starts with those guys, I think, and we need to get that going here the second half of the year. It's hard to be consistent when you have no clear consistency in the crease as it is right now. You're waiting for Freddie Anderson to come back in terms of being like healthy and ready to go and take the, take the net again. Auntie Ranta's taking his short stint in the minors to try to get the mojo vibe back or get the mojo going. I'm not sure if it worked, but there's a back-to-back -back coming up again tonight and Thursday night, so we're dealing with he's going to play. Yeah. It's going to happen. Peter Kachetkov. Not necessarily. This year, if you all remember, if you roll back the clock one year, this is when Piotr was getting hot. He was. This is where he was rolling and rolling and rolling. But he accepted pretty much a number one every night goalie kind of thing. And you have to go back, like, to – it's been a while since you've had to call in a goalie to be kind of the clear number one starter. Like, And there are so very few of those. Most of them are Hockey Hall of Famers. Let's be honest. Peter Kachekov thrown into the fire, no safety net. Do what you can do, kid. We will support you as much as we can. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90%, give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. And hopefully, Rod, as he mentioned, they can get hot here in this second half. I expect something to change, though. Yeah, it'll be nice for them to be home for a little while. Home cooking will help. Yes. Home cooking will help. West they, Coast tours and Canadian tours have not been kind. There are still a few more games on the road, though. They've got to get through those, and they need dubs. Like they need. I don't care if they're close. I don't care if they're blowouts or whatever it is. The Vegas game was not a turning point. We all thought it was going to be. It was just a very good win. We all walked it back immediately a couple nights later and then in the game right before the Christmas break. Canes tonight in Nashville. Uh, Peter Kachekov was in net tonight. No major changes for the Canes, as we saw after morning skate. All right. 
It is bowl season's only appearance inside North Carolina officially, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Don't not to be confused with the Duke's Mayo Classic. Yes. Which is the kickoff game. <laughs> this is the Mayo Bowl of which the Duke's Mayo people are trying to up uh kind of outdo the Pop Tarts people. Which right? is the NC State uh, Kansas State game coming up tomorrow on Thursday night, uh, where the Duke's Mayo people have been very active in promoting the fact that they are singing "Take Me Home, Country Roads" and bars across Charlotte right now. They are eating mayonnaise in the stands, and somebody will apparently be eating mayonnaise with a giant ladle, of course, in the stands always. at some point. And everyone uh, around them will be gagging. <laughs> and all this coming on today where Sam Howell got benched in Washington in favor of Jacoby Brissett. Yes, that happened within the past hour. Wow. But Carolina is, in fact, playing West Virginia. Carolina is an underdog in this game. But it is a bowl game, and it means to show up and show out for a lot of Carolina blue. Mac Brown during the presser talking about what it means for his heels to play in this game. It's, um, um, it's really important that you... I think there's 38 bowl games, and it's really important you're one of them. It's uh, uh, it's the the minimum standard that you have for your team. You, you you get to practice like a spring practice extra, which is really important for next year's team. Now you any, anybody on your team who has played in four games but couldn't play in a fifth because they would redshirt gets to play in the bowl game, so it's a new opportunity for them. Uh, you get to bring in your um, early enrollees out of high school. So we've had like 15 guys practicing that'll get 10 practices before they go to spring practice. You get to bring in your graduate transfers and watch them. Um, and your your guys get to play one last time together. So it's uh, it's really, really important to, to play. And then uh, Duke's Mayo Bowl uh, has done a great job for these guys and families. They've had a, a wonderful week. Danny Morrison, the Sports Foundation, Charlotte Sports Foundation really puts on a show for these guys. So just sitting down there talking about their shopping spree and and going to the racetrack and, and all the things they've done. And these are wonderful experiences for these guys. We had a great Christmas dinner last night. Had a lot of fun and had games and they were laughing and cutting up and I'm just sitting there watching them and thinking how blessed we are because a lot of teams would like to be sitting here. It's a stark contrast of what he was talking about when it came to defense. And talking yeah. about how he owes nothing to the degenerate Saturday night better who is chasing bets. Uh, wow. <laughs> but, hey, look, Max seems to be in a jovial mood when he comes he to talking about Charlotte. And that's a good thing. That's a good representation of the state. Charlotte rolling out the red carpet for both teams very clearly. The Drake Malis North Carolina Tar Heels taking on. And both coaches are named Brown, by the way. So some Brown, Coach Brown. Wow. Coach Brown will be dumped. Mayonnaise will be dumped on a on coach, a Coach Brown. A Coach Brown <laughs> after tonight's game. Yeah. Wow. But Carolina, you know, of course, uh, will be previewing this game uh, coming up in the next hour uh, a little bit deeper as we go straight to Charlotte. But Omari and Hampton, of course, the third leading rusher in the United States yeah. uh, when it comes to college, uh, college carrying the rock, will be playing in this football game. And I do have him as one of the bets also later on as well as I'm trying to stick to all local athletes playing tonight. So there is a theme uh, when it comes to placing bets uh, coming up later on in the program. But it will be uh, it'll be a fight. Yes. I don't know if it's going to be a rock fight yeah. by any means, but it will be a fight in Charlotte between these two teams. And both taking it seriously, which is helpful too. It is helpful. You know, you have a handful of opt-outs, uh, but for the most part, it's still a college football game. 
I'm a sucker for bowl games. I'm a sucker for holiday classics and things like that. It's the same way at the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Yes. That's happening in Orlando, where NC State will be taking on K-State. That seems to be a much closer game in terms of where things are. Uh, K-State's going to lean on a rookie, not a rookie, I hate saying rookie, I get NFL and NCAA, a freshman quarterback who is a dual-threat quarterback. So their, their starter opted out, went to the portal, and they have a freshman quarterback who's dual-threat, run, pass, throw, and that's going to be the threat that the defense of NC State's going to have to deal with. He also, much like Mac Brown, as he is in Orlando, thankful that they get to play in a said bowl. You know, two similar football programs that, that really believe in fundamentals and toughness, uh, togetherness, and I think, you know, when you watch both our teams play, they play hard. Uh, they're, they're teams that play till the end. Uh, they fight, they're physical. I know our guys are excited to play, uh, not just because we're playing a great opponent, but just an opportunity to you know, go out and compete one more time uh, with a group of young men. Uh, for us, that really, came together uh, in the middle of a, a season and, and won five straight games uh, to elevate our program into the top 20 and, and kind of out of a, a real tough middle of the season into a great finish. And uh, so an opportunity to continue to do that. And uh, like Coach said, you know, there's gonna be some players out there that uh, are getting you know, uh, expanded roles. Some of them their first time um, being in some of the roles they have. And so excited for them. You know, they've served our team in other ways, and now they get a chance to be in that role with, uh, you know, Peyton Wilson not playing, so to get to see now Caden Fordham play uh, a lot more for us, young man that we're really excited to see out there. And, uh, you know, for this team, uh, a chance to really play one more game together. Uh, and for the seniors that we have that are playing, um, not an opportunity to honor them and do it on a great stage. So. Uh, we do appreciate, you know, the opportunity, the hospitality, and, and obviously um, everything that you all have done for us down here. Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Pop-Tarts Bowl. And to emphasize, this game is tomorrow night, not tonight. So Duke's Mayo Bowl tonight in Charlotte. Pop-Tarts Bowl. Say that 85 times fast. <laughs> yeah. NC State. Kansas State. Kansas State was a ranked team up until the last poll, and then they fell out. So it was actually going to be a matchup of ranked teams. But State is actually the underdog in this one, which seems to be kind of a weird bit it is odd it's like two and a half points yeah uh, but what is at stake for the pack not just to be able to eat out of the pop tarts trophy but and to eat the mascot but also a 10 win season only the second time state would have a 10 win season in its entire history and that is very significant to have those 10 wins there are a lot of college football programs that have 10 wins and you celebrate those, and for some, it becomes like happens to just like all right, another ten wins, another ten wins. This one, what this getting ten wins for state this season would be an incredibly special way to get ten wins, considering how the first half of the season went, and the quarterback changes, and the early redshirting, and the opt outs from players, and then the second half of the season, yeah. which led them to where they are. All the good, happy things that happened in the postseason to Peyton Wilson, as, as Dorn mentioned, and then leading into this game to where it is a swan song. It is a last yeah. hurrah for a lot of these seniors. And 10 wins would be an amazing kind of icing on the cake for this team if they can pull it off. So yep. Pop-Tarts Bowl tomorrow night. That is tomorrow night, K-State and NC State. So in another case, a team state 
will win. Yeah. Much like a exactly. Coach Brown will have mayo dumped on them. See, too bad they're not reversed and the Coach Browns are at the Pop-Tart Bowl because then you know what the mascot's going to be. Brown sugar. Right. Like, it would be. Like, you know that's what it would be. We're all going to be tuning in for that. <laughs> Absolutely. The, that's the real question. The one thing about these food bowls is we're always, what usually makes the highlights outside of like a long interception or a strip sack or something along those lines is the post-game ser- celebration. Right. As we all know, we've all been conditioned through many movies, starting with Ferris Bueller's Day Off, stay through the credits, yes. wait for the end part. It's just as good as the regular part of the game, part of the movie. And Marvel movies. Same kind of mm-hmm. deal here with the Pop-Tarts Bowl. We want to see him eat the mascot. Same <laughs> way with the Duke's Mayo Bowl. It's going to be full slime time for a Coach Brown. Ugh, All right. So funny. So what makes a good teammate? As we close out the things that we need to get started here. So we're starting to see the gifts. We are in the midst of the holiday season or in the sports season. It's called crossover season. So we have college basketball. We have college football. We have the NFL. The NHL is finally back. The NBA started playing, uh, played its Christmas Day game. So that has been ongoing. But now we're seeing the leaks of gifts that were given by athletes to teammates, fellow players, and whatnot. Luka Doncic, the Dallas Mavericks star, who dropped 50 points on Christmas Day. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Later revealed, or the, at least the Dallas Mavericks revealed, that his gift to not only the entire team, but to coaching staff and support staff. Wow. Mercedes EV bikes. What? <laughs> and there's there's footage of these guys. And I say guys. Remember, basketball players are tall. They are. Uh, six foot eight, six foot ten guys sitting on these <laughs> EV bikes rolling around this locker room right of which these are not cheap and uh, no mercedes alone just means expensive luka Doncic bought everyone again i play teammates coaches and support staff all got an ev bike he laid them all out in the room he gave everyone kind of a little dap up and moved on wow so if gift giving is the deciding factor of being a good teammate luka Doncic, probably a good teammate yep yep right? okay Jalen Hurts found this out about 10, 15 minutes ago. Tweeted out Jalen Hurts for his offensive line. Remember the old, uh, you know, they've been they've been scoring a lot. Goal line situations, fourth down and one, getting the old tush push. Yeah, the, the tush push. The brotherly shove. Right. <laughs> he bought his entire offensive line Rolex watches. Oh wow! Well, that's fancy. Rolex watches. I've I've never owned a Rolex watch. Me either. I have never owned a Folex. Or as the uh, as well. kids call it, a Roly. <laughs> a Roly. I've never had a Roly. But I can only imagine that when you go shopping, I mean, let's be honest, he probably has a personal assistant. Who, of course. Hey, listen, I need to get my guys something. What should I get? Rolex. Done. Points at it. I want one, two, three, four, five. How many backups do we have? Four guys. All right. They all get Rolex watches. Wow. It's Jalen Hurts, the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback. Uh, was an MVP candidate for a while. Not so much anymore. Uh, but he is. The Eagles are winning football games. Uh, gave his entire offensive line Rolex watches. Now, Tua Tagovailoa got called out on the X, as I got called out on the socials. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, for his gift by one of the guys who actually got one of the gifts. Uh, Tyreek Hill, all speedster. The cheetah, right? The yes. cheetah Tyreek Hill and Miami Dolphins. Uh, complained on Twitter uh, that 
while the quarterback room got golf simulators, the wide receiving core got iPods. Is ah. <laughs> like, and there was a little sad face emoji. Wow, uh, but do you you shouldn't complain about a gift? Is it the thought I mean, that counts? It should be right. Because that's now you're rude. Now he's rude for complaining about a gift. You a, know, a personal playlist, <laughs> a personal playlist from Tua. Golf simulators for the quarterback room iPods for the wide receivers. Wow, uh, that's so. sad. Well, look, I mean, yeah, it's not a Roly or a Mercedes, whatever, but... It's not. But still. honestly, what makes a good teammate? The gift of giving and yeah. being th- and thinking of others? Right. I think you've got some good teammates, y'all. What did he get to us? That's what I want to know. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Rude. Uh, atti- he gave him attitude. Exactly. That's what he gave him. He, he gave, gave him some sass. He gave him yeah. sass. <laughs> yes. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.